You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. If you would like more information or would like to connect with the show, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Here's the Deal podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome to Here's the Deal podcast season two. My name is Luke Chris, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Dominic Kendall. What's up, Dominic? Hello. I am sick. I do not feel good. I have the sniffles. I got a runny nose. Also a stopped up nose. I'm not sure how that works. Uh, I've got the crud. Don't worry. It is not the coronavirus or anything contagious like that. But I do have the crud, and that's why my voice sounds a little bit different. But I'm excited to be here for season two. Yeah, so... um... Me and Dominic are actually together, recording in the same room here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, so Dominic, why don't you tell us what you're doing in Dallas? Well, uh, I'm here for the Village 101 Conference, which is a conference put on by the Village Church. Uh, for reference, it's Matt Chandler's church. Uh, and they basically take the things that they do really well, kind of those things that are in their wheelhouse, and uh, they make it available to just different church pastors and leaders. And, and they come in and they, they learn about what the village church does in different aspects of their church life. And then uh, really there's, there's good, honest discussion about how does this transition into a different church context uh, uh, from big churches to small churches. And just come away with good encouragement from the word, some good worship, and uh, some hopefully good action steps to take back to uh, Birmingham. Yeah, Village 101 is a super, super helpful little conference they put on for a couple of days. Um, me and Dominic actually came to it together last year. Um, really, It's really what brought me here to the Village for this year. Um, so it's exciting to have him back. It's, it's a really, really cool thing. Um, they just kind of go through what makes up the Village Church, like the DNA and the philosophy of ministry here at the Village. And there's pastors and leaders from churches of 110 all the way to multi-site, uh, twelve thousand five hundred member churches. It's just an awesome, awesome conference that uh, really just gives resources and and help and guidance to pastors around the world. Really, people come from multiple different countries and states and everywhere. Yeah, just really to good. be here at the village and sit in and, and learn from the staff here. So it's really, really cool. But Again, thank you for tuning in to season two, and we're really excited about season two. We're gonna we're gonna try to take it in a different direction here for season two, so that's gonna be new. So what our hope is for the next six months, twelve probably twelve episodes or whatever, whatever we decide to do is we want to be. I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna sound odd. I'm gonna say it, then I'm gonna explain it. We want to be a podcast about podcast. So what that means, our heart behind that is. Um, man, really me and Dominic, we both just love podcasts. Like we just love listening to different podcasts, different resources from different churches, different pastors, um, just different people who talk about all different things, anywhere from knowing faith to this cultural moment, all the way to the Rick and Bubba show. Like there's just so many different, super helpful resources out there, super helpful podcasts that have really shaped and formed, uh, me and Dominic in a lot of different ways over the years. Uh, and that's really our heart behind doing this podcast is we want to be one of those helpful, helpful resources for you, the listener. So our hope in this is instead of being just another voice among hundreds of other voices, um, in the podcast universe, we want to be a podcast about podcast. So what we're going to do, me and Dominic will listen to all these different, um, podcasts and resources 
that me and him love and that shape us and form us. And we get a lot of information and help um, and knowledge from. And we want to bring that to you. So we want to bring the resources before you, kind of sum up what they're saying, what their main point is in the podcast. And this will all make more sense as we do this episode. We want to sum up and then offer offer our own insight, our own discussion in it and kind of um, just interact with what we hear and agree, disagree, whatever. Just talk about the podcast that we're listening to, the things that are currently shaping and forming us. So for example, um, this episode... We're going to look at a podcast by a guy named Jefferson Bethke and John Mark Comer. Um, Jeff is, I'm actually not sure what he does. He's actually uh, hes actually a speaker and a, uh, a, a wonderful communicator about family and marriage. And he actually, he and his wife uh, do a podcast. They do actually a few different podcasts. He, part, he's, he does uh, a, a five minute fatherhood podcast, and uh, they also do a family podcast that's really good. And they are stationed in Maui, Maui, Hawaii. Yes, that is awesome. What a life! Um, so Jeff wrote a book called "To Hell with the Hustle," and that's an incredibly popular book. Over the last, it's only about maybe a year old. Uh, actually, I think it's just been over a few months. Yeah, so, just yeah. a few months. It's been something that basically everyone that I follow on social media has read that book in the last few months. And then John Mark Comer is a pastor in Portland, Oregon. And he is a pastor and author of a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which is also a few months old, which has also been a hugely popular book. I know everybody at the village that I can think of has read that book in the past few months. And John Mark Comer is also on another podcast. It's crazy. These guys do so many different podcasts. He's on another podcast called This Cultural Moment, and that is, man, I love that pod. It's super helpful for me, especially because um, I'm not super political, don't understand uh, a lot of the things that may be happening in in uh, the greater Western culture, and they just break it down very well. They synthesize a lot of things, and it's just super helpful. So I love all, the, all his stuff. Both of these guys um, really just put out a lot of really helpful um, resources, topics, and like I said, John Mark Comer, he's just a faithful day-to-day pastor in Portland, Oregon, which is one of the most uh, progressive, liberalized, uh, <laughs> really godless places in the United States. So it's cool to hear his um, kind of his viewpoints, because the viewpoints there are obviously very different than uh, the spheres that we find ourselves in. So it's interesting to hear how he's applying uh, the gospel and the word of God and how ministry looks in his context versus ours, which is obviously very different, but very faithful and very beneficial. So we're going to interact with, so these two guys joined up and they started a podcast. Um, what's the title of their podcast? Uh, the title of their podcast is, uh, it'd be helpful to know the title of the podcast. Yeah, probably before we started recording. Yeah, but, but that would be too easy. Uh, oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got it. Uh, it is Fight, Hustle, End, Hurry. So basically their podcast is... Both their books coming yeah, together. Yeah, a conglomerate of yeah. both of their books, and they, they just make the podcast together. And that's one of the things they say. They said, we realized that we wrote the same thing. Yeah. We both had books with red covers and that... Similar design aesthetic. Yeah, and we just wrote the same book, so we decided to come together on a podcast. So they just do a podcast, and they talk about the same thing. Again... Jeff wrote To Hell With The Hustle. John Mark Comer wrote The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Yep. So what we're going to interact with today 
is their episode eight, I believe. Yeah. Episode eight, which is just titled Obscurity. Yeah. So we want to talk about what it looks like to be a faithful follower of Jesus who also pursues a life of obscurity. So Dominic, I'd love if you could just, on one hand, kind of uh, sum up their podcast, synthesize it for us, give us some main points, and also offer some of your thoughts, some of your insight on what it looks like to faithfully uh, pursue and lead a life, have an ambition of a life of obscurity like Jesus calls us to. Yeah, uh, so basically the podcast talks on how uh, we are to live a life, even if we have a grand stage like Jefferson Bethke who had you know, 400 million views when he was 22 as a YouTuber, uh, or uh, if you're if you're a big time famous YouTuber, or if you're just a pastor of a small church of 150, uh, that you live in such a way that you're uh, obscure, not meaning that you're useless or that you're not doing something or you're not active, but that you're obscure in that you're, uh, you're not trying to draw attention to yourself, you're not trying to draw attention solely to who you are, uh, but that you are one who is pointing people to Jesus, and that uh, there's seasons and times where obscurity is something that uh, needs to be done for you to grow, that there's t- seasons where you need to be in rest, there's seasons where you need to be not on the main stage, and that, that sometimes when you're young, uh, when you're in your teens, 20s, and 30s, that there's times where you need to wait. There needs to be a time of waiting, maybe, before you get into the spotlight um, so that you can handle things well. One of my favorite things that they talked about in the podcast was an illustration that John Mark used about uh, trees in the forest. He said this, that uh, in the forest, uh, you have, when new trees sprout up from the forest floor, what happens is, is they sprout up But there's not a lot of sunlight because all the older trees, all the big older trees uh, take up all the sunlight. So very little sunlight gets through. And so they said this, that that when that tree grows, it's growing in obscurity. There's there's no people seeing it. It's not this big thing. It's, It's just a little tree growing. And what happens is, is because it just it's a little sunlight, it grows at a slower pace. But as it grows, one of the main things it focuses on is its trunk. It's growing its trunk, it's growing its trunk, it's growing its trunk. Slowly but surely, it's growing its trunk. It's growing and it's expanding, which means that it's, it's making less room between the bark and the trunk. And it's, it's making it to where insects won't get in, destroy. It's growing, it's getting a firm, firm foundation. It's getting wide, it's getting strong. And what happens is, is that at one time, whenever one of the older, taller trees decays or dies or falls, because of that smaller tree living in obscurity, when its time comes and the tree falls and the light is now able to come in, that tree is going to sprout up. But what's going to happen is when it sprouts up and it grows very rapidly, it has a strong, thick trunk. Because of its years in obscurity, its trunk's been uh, strengthened, its core's been strengthened, so that when it grows to the top and it gets into the sunlight, that its trunk won't be easily broken, it won't easily fall when the wind and the weather come against it, because it's strong because of its years of obscurity. But it says this, that's important. Because if for some reason a tree falls, one of the taller trees falls too early or gets chopped down and that smaller tree gets all that rapid sunlight and all that rapid spotlight 
before it's ready, it will grow fast and it'll get up there fast. But what will happen is, is because it didn't allow its trunk to grow and it didn't have a time of obscurity, its trunk won't be strong like it would have if, uh, if it would have had the time to grow. And when the wind comes, it's not able to bend with the wind and so it crashes down. Or the trunk's not able to, to withstand so it gets insects and parasites and it's destroyed from the inside. And so what they talked about was this, is that living in obscurity means this, is that there is a time, there's a season where you need to grow and develop without it being about you, but before you step out into uh, ministry or or, uh, before you step out into the spotlight, there needs to be growth. I know we all want to be super famous by 12, 13, 14, our teens and our 20s, but there is a season. Jesus was 30 before he started his ministry. And so we we don't need to shame and fear obscurity so that we get fame and success. We need to we need to enjoy and seek to live simple quiet lives in obscurity now so that when the moment comes that we get the spotlight or we have a platform or we're, we're the pastor of a church of 50 or a church of 5,000 or you're the plumber or you're the teacher, or whatever, that we're able to stand and withstand whatever comes our way. And so uh, obscurity is, is good. It's a, yeah. it's a helpful time. So Luke, what, what about you? Um, yeah, just a couple things from the podcast that I really, uh, really found helpful was at the end they kind of uh, sum it all up and then they hit some, um, just some clarifying points. And one of the things that uh, John Mark Comer says is that it's very easy to misinterpret uh, really this whole topic of obscurity. What they are not saying and what we are not saying is that a life of obscurity is not a life of mediocrity. Uh, mediocrity. Uh, you don't have to be a mediocre person um, to live a life of obscurity. It's not, hey, I'm never going to attempt to grow in any of my professional areas. I'm never going to attempt to grow in my spiritual life. I'm literally going to clock in, clock out, come home and watch Netflix. Uh, and that's not that's not what God's asking of you. That's, not, that's certainly not what um, the Bible is asking of you. That's not the life that Jesus pursued. Um, so a life of obscurity is not a life of mediocrity. Like that's just not what they're talking about. Uh, and another thing that I found really helpful was they said we need to redefine redefine our metrics of success that have been continually handed down to us based on Western culture. And um, what they're saying in that is we are all, based on, um, based on the life that we're living now, um, the culture we find ourselves in and the story that we are currently living out, we all define success in a certain way. And I would say for most of us listening to this podcast, um, that success for us could be probably put in a few different groups or a few different silos of wealth, um, a family, white picket fence, right? 2.5 kids, a dog, uh, whatever, business success, uh, CEO, uh, whatever that whatever that may be, um, just business world, cultural tycoon, like health, wealth, prosperity. That is success. That's how it's defined for us in our Western culture. And what they're trying to lay before us and what we're trying to lay before you as the listener is that's not how the Bible defines success. Um, success is more about, they say, success at, at, at the end of your life is more defined on two things. Um, one, would be who you are, who you're becoming, and two, the relationships that you cultivate. I love what our uh, our former worship pastor here at the village, uh, Michael Bleeker, um, 
he says it like this. He says, you want to leave, everybody wants to leave a legacy, but the legacy that actually matters is the one that you leave on human hearts, not the one that ends up on your tombstone, right? So nothing, nothing you do on this earth that is temporal is a, is a real legacy. It's the legacy that you live, that you leave in relationship. So I would love, I think a perfect example of this is the life of David, life of King David. So I'd love to read uh, Psalm 131 and then kind of talk about that a little bit and see how David, who was hugely successful, also pursued a life of obscurity. Um, so I'm going to read Psalm 131, super short. It says this, O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me, but I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. So David in this psalm is telling us a few things. And first and foremost, he's telling us that prideful ambition is not his motivator, right? That's the main kind of the big crescendo, the, the big turning point in pursuing a life of obscurity is it's totally based on what's your motivation. Um, like these guys in the podcast, Jeff Bethke has a huge cultural following, a superstar based off of YouTube, view, YouTube views or whatever, but um, he can still faithfully pursue a life of obscurity because it's based on your motivation. Right? There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing great or big things for God. Right? That's kind of our, our cultural thing in the church now is, man, we want to do big things for God. And there's nothing wrong with that if your motivation is right and if it's what God's called you to do. I don't think pride exists when you do big things for God. I think pride is more defined when you're seeking to do big things for God that haven't been asked of you. So if you do all these great big things for God, and then you stand before the Lord one day, and He says, man, that's great. That's just not what I've asked for you. Then you know that that was prideful ambition that was leading you, and that was your motivation in doing those great things. And what David is saying in this psalm, and I think what we're trying to communicate is, man, you can still do great things for God and pursue a life of obscurity. And one of the things I love that they say in the podcast is they say basically at its simplest form, that the way that you can do this in your daily life is, man, do awesome things. Do great things. And then don't tell anybody about it. And it's just so funny in this social media culture we live in, like anything that you do that's great or big or awesome has to be put on social, social media to validate it. Like, no, you can do great, awesome things. You can serve people, love people, do great big things in your life and not post about it and not tell anybody. You can seek to live an obscure and quiet, godly life and not tell anybody about it. And I really think that's the, um, that's the heart behind the podcast. Um, that's the heart behind what me and Dominic are trying to, trying to um, communicate through this podcast, that you can pursue a life of obscurity and still be faithful to whatever God has called you to do, whether it's be a student, whether it's work at Tom Thumb for the rest of your life, um, that's a grocery store. That's a, that's a Texas thing. I'm sorry. I should have clarified that. You didn't know who Tom was. Whether it's to work at Walmart for the rest of your life or do whatever. Like you can do that and pursue a faithful life um, in obscurity, whether it's big or small things. And I think David's a great example of that. He slayed 
thousands, right? David did awesome things. He killed bears and lions with his bare hands. He slayed Goliath. He was the king who ensured an eternal dynasty through a covenant with the Lord. Right? He was a gifted guy, gifted musician, gifted poet, great, great famous man, but lived a calm, quiet life of obscurity. So Dom, is there, is there anything you'd like to say to close us out? I just think this is good. I think this is uh, I think this is one of many podcasts that have helped form us and shape us, and we want to share those with you. We think they're valuable. We think that podcasts are just another cool medium as we're as you're trying to stir your affection for the Lord and and learn more about Him. That there's good podcasts out there, and we want to share some with you that have been helpful for us. And hopefully, you find uh, maybe a new podcast uh, to listen to, or maybe a new uh, maybe just something else that can be supplemental for your growth in the Lord. And so we hope you enjoy this. We hope you enjoy season. two. Uh, we just ask that you would share this with a friend. If you like this, share this with a friend. Share it on social media. If you got any questions or have any po- podcast suggestions, feel free to uh, catch us on social media or uh, to reach out to us or instant message us. We'd love, love, love to, to hear from you guys. Uh, we're grateful for you. We're thankful for you. And just be excited as much as we are for season two of Here's the Deal podcast. We'll see you guys later.